the air. To get in the air. The edges around the world in 50K. And now, John O'Ben and Sharon. Here we go, Thursday afternoon, back with John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Okay, so very big show coming up. We could be flying to your place for dinner, thanks to my food bag. Uh, Monday night, we're going to be doing the Dinner Dash, three different places across the country. And, a pl- and well, I don't know how we're getting there. Hopefully, it's going to be a plane. Oh, well, we need to sort all these details out this afternoon, because we keep mm-hmm. saying it's happening, but we haven't got any details. Well, let's call Nadia Lim this afternoon and ask her, because she runs my food bag. So we're going to ask her. All right. How are we going to get there? We'll do that. We're going to give away some See tickets. See if she can stop digging deep into those my food pockets. <laughs> we got to get some to, form of transport. Tickets to give away for our KFC Edge Fest. But next, Jono, you, you want to spring something on Sharon. Yeah, I've got a question huh? for you, Sharon. I've got a question for you. What is it? Big question. Well, it's a question might upset you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about your car being scraped in the car park? <laughs> no. <laughs> that may or may not be the question. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Sharon, I have been wanting to ask you a question. I've been talking to Ben about this today. This is weird. This is weird. He brought this up with me today and I'm like... Oh. No, for the fifth time, I'm not keen on a three-way. <laughs> Stop <laughs> asking. We've never, we haven't asked you four other times for you, you to right, say that. Yeah, yeah. I got the emails and the diagrams <laughs> yeah. and I'm not keen. We've seen you the calendar advice. <laughs> <laughs> We've noticed you've been tentative. <laughs> you've never accepted me. Maybe. No, it's not happening. <laughs> we wait there. And we're like, oh, well, she did a question mark. <laughs> no. Oh, Dan, the producer's here. He'll do. So, um, congratulations as we end this week. 15 weeks pregnant. You announced yep. it. Well, um, announcement. Yeah. Great news. Great news. When can I touch your stomach? That's uh, my question. When is it? When is it socially? acceptable for me to put my hands on your stomach? Because I know that's a thing that happens to pregnant ladies. It happens ladies. to pregnant ladies quite a lot. Yeah. Bring, yeah, it, bring, it, bring your guts over no, here, mate. No, but at the moment, there's, like, there's nothing. All it looks like is that I've had a real big bagel for lunch. I, I, don't like think it doesn't, a, I just look bloated. I was saying to John, it's not appropriate at any stage unless you get permission. Yeah, you've got to ask. Oh, because I thought you could you just go... Why do you touch it so bad? I thought, no, I thought <laughs> as soon as someone announces they're pregnant, it's all it's fair game. You put your hands all over their stomach. But I thought it, that was the thing. But it, like right now, it doesn't even really look, apart from We've got bigger birds. It doesn't look like I'm, I'm pregnant. So it just looked like you were patting. So this is the why, why I wanted to bring it up. So it's not okay now, apparently. <laughs> but, <laughs> I can't put my oh hands my on God, it. Oh my God, this explains it. It's not okay now, but then it's okay. What three months down the track? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Like maybe is okay you, if you what? ask first when it's real obvious. But like right now, it's something obvious. That's exa- the other day I couldn't understand what he was trying to do in the in the kitchen, and now I realise he's trying to pet me. <laughs> yeah, but he's just trying to pat your stomach. <laughs> but it's not Let me give it a pat. No, there's nothing to pet. I think it's a bit weird when people do. It doesn't like you do would, that. Yeah, especially strangers. I imagine it would happen quite a lot to pregnant people that yeah. strangers come up and go, "Oh, let's okay, well, let's throw it out there. Is it okay? Okay, for any Tom, Dick, and Harry to come up and give your belly a rub." Have you, are you a belly rubber? No, we can just tell are you, you belly that rubber? it's a no. Yeah, well, I don't know if we need to throw <laughs> it to the callers, mate. Yeah, it's just a no. You've done. Oh, wait, under the edge. Do you back me? Should you be able to rub? As soon as you find even out. You shouldn't be able to do the, that. Even if the callers call now, Caroline? I'm not going to let you pet me. No. No. Carol, Caroline, good to have you on. Uh, are you you're accepting of a rub? You're accepting of a belly rub? I absolutely am, and I was breastfeeding a child once, and this random woman walked up to me, put her hand on my face, while I'm breastfeeding in a park and said you're doing the most beautiful thing and that freaked me out more than weirdos touching my stomach. <laughs> oh. well, that would that would freak me out. Because I had my boobs out though. Are you warning me out, that though. Jono's going to start cradling my face? Wake <laughs> <laughs> like up in the morning and goes, Cheryl, you're doing the most beautiful thing. Okay, all right, well, so we've, we've found out it's acceptable to well, rub no, a belly. There we go. Someone says it's okay. Yeah, if you ask first and when it's obvious, you can. But okay. right now you can't. Okay, when can strangers touch you and when can't they? <laughs> 
Frankie's on the phone. Good to have you with us, Frankie. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Strangers touching. When's it okay? When's it not okay? Oh, I was at a um, concert, one-time concert, magician thing in town, and I was walking down the aisle, and it was either going to be belly to back the kids or belly to front-on people, and four people going along the aisle rubbed my belly. Like you're a magical Buddha. I was like, oh... That's a bit weird. It's a bit See, weird. Yeah. Well, but mind you, no, but you're presenting it to them. What else no, are they there to do? No, no. no. the thing. I was like, do I whack people in the back of the head with my belly? Or... See, that's the thing. Uh, I, I'm not you as polite as you. I'd be like, don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch yeah. me. Thank you for your call, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, Frankie. Jake's on the phone. It's good to have you with us. When can strangers touch you, Jake? Well, I don't think it's appropriate under any measure, to be honest. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank you, Jake. I agree with you. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm for it. Joy's like, can I touch it? <laughs> I'm just, hey, I'm just raising an issue. I don't agree it. It's I not, don't disagree or agree with it. Yes, you do, because you keep asking. <laughs> I just find it weird that you're allowed to touch. So I'm not. So if you're not pregnant, I'm allowed to touch your belly. Listen to But him. if you are, people are allowed to touch your belly. Well, That's do you know, just do you know weird. what he's done? He's just realised the question he's asked sounds real weird. <laughs> Yeah, he's trying to back out yeah, of it. Yeah. Rebecca, I hope you don't agree with a stranger <laughs> touching you, because I don't. What do you want to say on the issue, Rebecca? Oh, it's never okay unless you have asked permission. It's Thank like you. sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, Rebecca. Laura. Laura. Do I have to keep going with this? Can we just Laura. wrap it up? I agree. Yeah. It's, not, it's not okay for strangers to touch you, is it, Laura? No. No. Thank you. Exactly. Thank, you. Thank you, Laura. All right, okay. there we go. Everyone's agreeing with me, John O'Prior. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who always said it was not okay. And for all those uh, lucky people that participated in the best photo of all time, they're all in the journey go around the world with two friends and $50,000 cash. Yep. All thanks to Flight Centre. Congratulations, guys. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. And just remember, hands to yourself, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow we'll get to the big issues. When's it okay to bring it up? Because someone's pregnant. Can you bring it up? We'll wait for them to bring it up. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Next week, uh, John and myself, we're doing uh, 30 hours of interviews. It's going to be on Edge TV. It's going to be uh, online, and it's going to be on the TV and radio show as well. How are you feeling yeah. today, Sharon? Good. There's a good question. I'll start with that. Is that your interview? Well, that's my interview style? question. How you feeling? I'm a casual interviewer. Well, why don't we just see how good at interviews you are, and we just ring a random number and see how long you can interview them for? Well, oh, uh, only if the number's random. I okay. won't do it if the okay. number's not, if it's not a random number. Okay. Okay. Literally right. just dial a number Challenge into the phone. Challenge accepted. Okay. Just dial any, just make up a number in your head. This is the thing. We're gonna to have to be talking for thirty hours nonstop. Does this number actually ring true? This is my like phone number when I lived in Timaru. This is like a real old phone number. Hello. Hey Dale, how? Who's this? James. Hey James, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Where did you grow up? Where did I grow up? Yeah. Timaru. How long were you? And what school were you at there? Hello? Hi, who's this? Uh, who am I talking to? Oh, it's Jonathan here. What was your name? I'm not telling you my name. Do I know you? And where did you grow up? I don't know that you need to know any of that shit. How, and how long were you at school? What school did you go to? 
Oh, she's gone. Oh, gee, I'm not good at interviews. <laughs> You're very good at interviews. I'm not good. I, I get them wound up. I get them wound up. We well, yeah, it's weird when you bring someone's house up and then you start How going, you where'd you grow up? Hours? Do you do you, want to try, do you want to try someone else? No, I don't think so. Let's, ben, let's, let's get Ben. Let's, you have a go of those two. No, don't bring those two. <laughs> yeah, you've upset them already. Oh, you're coming in, you don't come in so aggressively. Like, where'd you grow up? That's the line of questioning. But tell them you're getting interviewed. Straight to them, so next time, I'll do a little bit more preparation. Yeah, it's just be nice Sharon though. over here said I wanted to call a number at random. You've got to be ready on the spot. Sharon, you're gonna, we're going to have to smooth things over. It's we're going to have to call be, them back. Yeah, well, we'll, I was ready on the spot. That's why I was asking They're the in questions. the draw for 50 grand and, and around the world with uh, two mates that's as well. That's true, that's true. Who is to make that awkward phone call? Oh, we'll do it now. You we'll make will. things right. You will. Because <laughs> I'm you just the interviewer, mate. <laughs> I'm just oh, God, 30 hours of interviews next week is going to be an absolute shambles. I'm not the fix-it man. Oh. Well... We know that now. Can after I walk that interview. out of this as well? Um, maybe. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, we're going to hit the game show music. You know why? Why? Because, Ben Boyce, you're being thrown under the bus oh. in a game called Is It Weird? Is that the game we're doing, Sharon? No, we're doing three calls to rule them all. S- sorry, sorry. Start again, start again. Sorry, because hit the music. Ben Boyce. Yes. You're being thrown under the bus oh, in a segment I? called Three Calls to Rule Them All. We should have practiced that. We should have practiced This is what happens when I'm not part of the brainstorming, yeah, guys. Well, we need to keep a secret from you because we didn't want to let you know about it. We heard some intel. We got some intel from... Um, I saw it with my own eyes. Uh, someone who knows you very well. It's that, not the chewing gum thing again, is it? It's not the chewing gum okay. thing. Oh, I mean, yeah, that, that aside, if you hadn't heard that story, Amanda, Ben's partner, wanted a piece of chewing gum. He said, you're already chewing a piece of chewing gum. She had chewing gum. I'm he not wasn't gonna give even you, joking. I'm this not going to give you another piece of chewing gum. And so, so she finished so it. It was someone, a real talk about it in the car later moment. <laughs> if someone's chewing a piece of gum, they're not entitled she to another piece of gum. She got a piece of gum from me, and then I was like, well, hey, you're still having and enjoying that gum. Do you know what the thing is? It was from a new packet of gum. Don't even get me started. It drove me insane. So oh, hey, had, I won't back down from this. He had, more than, he had lots of pieces of gum. Yeah, he had a whole packet. I did, and I'd happily give them away to someone who did not have gum. He said afterwards, he goes, oh, was it for you, Sharon? And I said, no, it was her Amanda. And he goes, oh, I would have given it if it was for you. Yeah, it's fine. And if Amanda had no gum in her mouth, that's fine. Okay, well, okay, anyway, something sorry. else I noticed in that same night oh, here is we that go. Amanda had got out of the car and I was saying hi to Amanda and gave her a hug hello. And I was like, what's taking Ben so long? Then all of a sudden, Ben's car in the dark lights up with a camera flash. I was like, what is he doing in there? Taking uh, selfies, taking a dirty pic for later? Like, what's going on? Okay. Turns out that every single time that Ben parks his car, he takes a photo of the handbrake being up. Even though he's got an automatic, That's he doesn't fine. even need to take the photo. It's going to be fine. So why he do takes you... the photo to make sure he's done it. So is your phone full of handbrake-based well, photos? Well, I go through and delete, delete a lot of them Oh, afterwards. good, you clear them out. You have a clear out. <laughs> I don't go, here's the handbrake on oh, Thursday and Friday. It's a peace of mind <laughs> thing. I might send this handbrake photo <laughs> on to someone who enjoys it. Handbrakes.com. It was, it was raining and we had to wait for him to take a photo of his I, handbrake. Yeah, look, I've had an occasion. Check out my handbrake.com. <laughs> you guys have been real handbrake for this radio show. Wow. Well, <laughs> Take a photo of you. Well, I like think it's you, mate. Check out so your camera. So what happened in the past? There was an incident I had where I, I was sure I put the handbrake on and I think the handbrake popped off and, and the car rolled down the uh, down the driveway, down the hill, smashed into a fence. So now I'm a bit paranoid, so for peace of mind... What? You paranoid? Yeah, I know. Hard That's to believe. Weird. Hard That's to believe. Weird. 
Well, we thought we would take three calls to rule them all this afternoon to find out if Ben is the only person that does this. Does, oh, is, are you, I'm reckoning he's probably going to be the only person in New Zealand who takes photos oh, of his handbrake every day. 100 The Edge right now. Three calls. Do you do this or is Ben the only one? Sally, are you a handbrake photographer? Definitely not. Oh, there's one. There's one. Okay, shot, okay. Guys. Great shot. That's a good shot of your handbrake. <laughs> Ethan, welcome to the show. Three calls to rule them all. Your call number two. Uh, is Ben the only person doing this or are you doing it too? No, I'm not doing that. Oh, no, there's two. Okay, we're going to go three from three. Oh. Echelo, what are you doing? Are you taking a photo of your handbrake? Um, yes, I take a photo of my hair straighteners every morning. Okay, that's not a oh, handbrake. The, the same, the, the not same, handbrake. No, no, not a handbrake. Not a handbrake. Not a handbrake. That's I, I'm with you. So you're like, hey, have I unplugged my hair straighteners? No, nah, too a late, mate. You're too late. You're lost, buddy. You lost three, three calls. calls to rule them all. <laughs> that's how it works. On the edge. Monday night, we're doing a dinner dash thanks to my food bag, Heat and Eat. Uh, we're flying to three different locations around the country. Well, we think we are, but we need to get into the details of how this whole thing's going to work. And joining us on the phone uh, from my food bag, a celebrity chef, Nadia Lim. How's it going? Yeah, been all good. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm concerned. Ben and Sharon have promised Monday night we're going to travel to three different locations around the country in one evening on a dinner dash to have dinner at three different places in three different parts of New Zealand. Logistically, I don't know how this is going to work. Neither. <laughs> that sounds pretty full on. No, no, Nadia. Because I came you to you to, for answers, Nadia. You, you've got the answers for us, Nadia. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I guess I can try and help you out. Thank so you. So I've got some, um, I've got some pre-made meals, some heat and eat meals from my food bag that I can give to you. So you won't have to waste your time cooking, and we've somehow managed to secure a six-seater plane for you. So it's gonna, what? yeah, That's and, awesome. and you'll have dinner with you as well. I have never felt like a bigger wanker than right now. <laughs> Travelling like around Johnson or Justin Bieber or traveling something. Travelling around in a private plane, Nadia. This is amazing. <laughs> Hang on, is uh, is my food bag and Nadia magazine doing so good that you've got your own plane now? <laughs> no, it's it's not mine. I don't know where it came from. She's like, I don't know, I don't know who owns this plane. Just I've, I've got a plane. I'll give you some food. Good luck. I just got told that we had a plane for you somehow, and I have no idea how. Excellent. Well, I, I also uh, so that means now we need to find three houses to go to. Yeah, you guys should come cook for me. How many times oh. am I cooking for you? I don't uh, wanna, why, why would we come to your house and then we would cook? That yeah, just defeats the purpose yeah. of going to your house. You don't want my macaroni yeah. cheese. <laughs> Yeah, yum. I love mac and cheese. One of my favourites. Well, I don't know if I'm prepared to have it judged <laughs> by, Nadia by someone of such high calibre as you. But if, if you want us to come to your house, text HEAT to 3343 with your name and address and your city, and uh, we could be coming to your house. But don't forget, you've got to entertain us somehow while we're there. Uh, and that's, and if you entertain us the best, you get a 1000 bucks on top of the three months free My Food Bag. You've been cooking for a long time now. Have you ever tried to make a meal and gone, gee, that was a real crapper? <laughs> that was a dud. Oh, yeah, plenty of times. The very first one that I um, that was a disaster, because I started writing a little cookbook when I was 12, and I started getting quite creative, and I made this a chilli and lavender milkshake, and that was just a disaster. <laughs> I thought it was oh. such an amazing idea, but it curdled. The milk completely curdled. <laughs> it tasted disgusting, and it set my mouth on fire, and it, it was just gross. A yeah. chilli? I could have told you not to do that for just mentioning those yeah. ingredients. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is such like a random like food combo though. Like, what would you say is the best uh, random food combo that you've come across? Like things that you wouldn't imagine like, go oh. well together. Um, I'm just thinking. Well, I'm looking at the cover of my new cookbook that's coming out, and it's got um, watermelon and avocado on it, and I think that's an awesome combination. Wow, so, yeah, watermelon and avocado, refreshing and sweet and creamy. 
Uh, well, good on you, Nadia Lim. Thank you very much for uh, for giving us a, a weird plane. I hope it's all good. Yeah. I hope that yeah that it that it's actually a real plane and it gets you there. And yeah, yeah good luck. Have fun. Three radio announcers perished <laughs> in, a, in a plane crash on Monday evening. Oh no, we've got evidence from this phone call. We've got evidence. Oh yeah. Thankfully, the the my food bag heat and eat meals were still delicious afterwards. So that was good. Yeah. Well, well, if the plane crashes, we'll look like one. Oh yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. You can oh, whack no. it. You have our permission to put us in a casserole. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'd like to go. Yeah, if I'd I like die, to go to I would like Nadia Lim to make me into a casserole. I, don't, I think there's a lot of rules around that, Sharon, but anyway. You can make me into a pie, Nadia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you want to be made into, Ben? He's not very meaty. No. Ben would be like a bone broth. Oh. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> 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 All right, Nadia, this is getting weird. Uh, lovely to talk to you. You and, can uh, feed Ben to your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nadia Lim. And if you want us to bring dinner to you on Monday night, uh, text your name and your town uh, with the keyword HEAT to 3343 and we could be bringing dinner to you thanks to my food bag and also um, you'll be bringing us entertainment as well. John Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Ben uh, and Sharon, we've brought Dan and our, our producer in the studio. Dan, we're... Hello, guys. This is you? more of a not a friendly radio banter, more of an intervention with mm-hmm. you, Dan. I'm sorry. Well... You have been proclaiming for, what, four to six weeks now that you've been dating someone. Mm. Been, but you've got a girlfriend. Yeah. You're flatting. Yeah. You're a young guy. You, yeah. You're spreading your, spreading spreading your seed yeah, around safely the place. Though, safely, though. Like, I'm not spreading it, but, you know. And he said it's contained. It's contained. I'm keeping it contained. But there is... Some seeding. Some seeding. He also told us that when we went to see his show last month... Oh, no, you won't remember, John, because you faked it. I didn't want to go see Dan in The Great Gatsby. Well, Ben and I were like... Yeah. Can't wait to meet this mysterious girlfriend. And Dan's mum was there, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I was supposed to meet her tonight as well." Mm. Turns out she wasn't there. Oh no, she came another night. Well, oh, that afternoon you said she was coming that night. No, yeah. I just want to bring to your attention, Dan, too. Uh, that just just moments ago, Sharon was like, "Oh, can I look her up on Facebook?" Mm. Well, I want to I want to suss her out, make sure she's good enough for our Dan. And yeah. you and you said, "Oh, she's a very private person. <laughs> hey, she doesn't have a she Facebook. Runs, she runs a tight system." So on her Facebook. you gave Sharon a name, which you won't say on the radio, yeah. and then yeah. Sharon couldn't find it. You're like, "Oh, you're well, not I very, very private." I found someone, but it was a 16 year old, and I don't mm. think that's who Dan's dating. Well, what can I say? No, I'm not dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, if there was any time to say something, that would be right. Dan tried to show me a Facebook page of mm. a girl who hasn't shown her face, and then he goes, oh, she has no photos or anything. Have you made up your girlfriend? This it is sounds the... like you've yeah. made up your girlfriend. Yeah, like she's Portuguese was the other thing. I don't want to. Yeah, because wanna... last week she was Turkish, mm. and this week she's Portuguese. You know what? I'm not going to confirm or deny. I'm just going to keep make... it. I'm a bit like Johnny Depp. I know, the, the Johnny Depp uh, of the show. Do not what, the, 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 the Domestic abuse Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. no the, yeah, you're yeah. the Pee Wee Herman of this radio I'm not show. The pee- well, if I'm you're getting Pee-wee caught Herman. doing things in the cinema. <laughs> you're okay. the Fran Drescher of this radio show. So you're saying you're, say you're, not, you're, you're, you're not making her up. You're not making her up. So No, I'm not making her up. <laughs> okay. Well, because we need to see her. You've said four to six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and we've never met her. She's no, there's no trace of her on the internet. She runs. Look, can I just list off the thing? She's a private person. Yeah. I don't want to say her name because okay. you guys will tell her on here. Yeah. She runs a private system on her Facebook. Okay. What? What have I? I've got no leg to stand on here. Okay, oh eight hundred the edge. Have you ever made up someone? Have you ever made up? I know someone that has. Okay, have you ever made up someone? Three three four three. What did you make them up for? I uh, remember when I was uh, a virgie and I came back from holiday and I told him my friends that I had uh, lost it to a guy in Timaru. And you hadn't. No. Have you ever made up a person? Um, well, it wasn't me. It was um, 
my French teacher. Oh, here we go. Sacre bleu. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. That's some French. Um, pardon? Just, just, just carry on. Sorry, sorry about him. <laughs> he drank before work again. So what happened? Your French teacher was like sacre bleu. But she um she told us she had a husband and she showed us a um a picture of him one day. We were like, oh okay, yep, she's got a husband. And then she showed us another picture of him another day, and we swore it was a different man. And we said, are you making him up? And sure enough, he turns up at school one day, a different man again. So we just assumed, oh, she's obviously, obviously joking with us. Mind you, in Europe they do things a bit differently, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they try. They try. They do different stuff in Europe. So, did she may have had three different husbands? You don't know. It might have been a polygamous relationship. Ooh. Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? Ben, you here to judge? No, I'm not here to judge. Do you want to have? Ben's got four wives, so he can't judge. Yeah, but they don't all know about it. But thanks, <laughs> they do now. <laughs> hey, the edge. Who have you made up? Um, not me, but a mate. She. Uh, we used to row there, and she made up a boyfriend. Try, try and sound really cool. And- yeah, even made up his death and everything. Oh, Made up his death? Oh, my goodness. That's Jeez. crazy. And how did you guys catch up that it was a lie? Uh, a lot of the mates did the old Facebook stalk and a lot of stories didn't match. And The funeral was a bit... Were you like, can we come to the funeral to support you? <laughs> we did the flowers to say sorry and all that stuff and it just didn't quite add up, so yeah. Wow. Oh, poor thing. Text 3343 here. My girlfriend uh, insists I get a job when I was 18 years old. For three years, she believed I had a boss and that I was going to work every day. <sighs> what? Wow. People are so deceitful. Why can't you just go out and get a real one? Is it deceitful or is it being smart? It's deceitful. It's being smart. It's definitely being deceitful. Definitely deceitful. We are, mm. I, I used to work with a guy like down south who made up a girlfriend once and it was very awkward. And then he told us all and we were like, we know, mate. We've known for a while. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was very specific stories. And like, we're like, why have we never met her? Oh, she she's living in uh, Waimati now. How, how specific? Like, we'll like get into details. Like things that he was going to do to her that weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. specific. Lance wow. chat. All right, Lance, <laughs> Lance chat. Lance chat. Johnny, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Andy, who we work with, uh, has lost his voice. So, he's, you know, it's that time of year, isn't it? Everyone's struggling through the through winter, and he, uh, he he's still going to work today, battled on through. But he, he couldn't talk at a normal volume. Oh, no. He had to whisper to, to preserve his voice. So this is what he sounded like today. Have a listen to him. Next week we'll shoot the part with you guys on the plane, and then at the very end of it, you guys are screaming. What? Can you hear me? <laughs> and then we come back to you guys here. Okay. Hard cut, and you guys are all still screaming. Okay. And then you don't have to whisper. Okay. You can do it normally. Never you it's really hard when people do whisper to you because you feel like you need to whisper back. Also, it's really hard working with people that have zero sympathy for you and instead of asking if you want a lozenge, they're like, can we record this for a wacky bit on our show? <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'll admit I did that. I'm sorry. But you're right. When you whisper to someone, they automatically whisper back to you. And it's always hard to not sound creepy whispering, isn't it? You're like, g'day, Ben, how's it going, mate? Hi, Sharon. Can you not whisper to me? Yeah, it's weird when you do it to Sharon. It's a little bit. Okay, so you want to put... Why are the Chinese so good at whispering? Why are they... Like, there's other nations that are good at... Chinese whispers. Why are they getting all the credit for the whispering? I think they just made up the game. Oh, did they? Did you know that Chinese whispers was uh, originated from China? 
Well, it's a, I, I just would like to say I rank myself as a great whisperer, and I don't think I, I think I'm better than some of the Chinese. <laughs> okay. okay. Whispering. All right. Well, well, send me off to the whispering. Let's put you to the test. All right. Well, let's call a, uh, Sharon. Call a random number. Okay. And when they answer, Johnny, you got to see if you can get them whispering. Okay, just right. by you whispering. So I'm, I'm going to put in a number right now of a restaurant down in Invercargill. So this will test the really test my whispering. See if I am good as, as the Chinese mm. to bring someone down to a whisper. Afternoon, Buster Kobe speaking with Taylor. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. <coughs> I was wanting to book a table for tonight. <coughs> okay, how many people? Four people, please. Four people. Four people. What time were you thinking? Seven o'clock. Seven? Yeah. What was the name? Anna Jonathan. Who, sorry? Jonathan. I can quite hear you. Jonathan. Jonathan? Yeah. What sort of food do you have? What sort of what, sorry? What sort of food do you have? Food? <laughs> She's not whispering. She's not it's, whispering. It's Jono, it's Jono Ben and Sharon calling from the Edge radio station. Jono's got a theory that when someone whispers to another person who's not whispering, they'll end up whispering. But you're not whispering. I'm not whispering because that's weird. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean it's weird? <laughs> Who is this? It's Jono Ben and Sharon from the Edge. Oh, my God. It's Jono Ben and Sharon from the Edge radio station. <laughs> You've uh, proved that Jono doesn't know what he's talking about. He thought that if he whispered to you that you'd automatically whisper back to him and uh, <laughs> it really hasn't worked out. I'm not a weirdo like that. Like, <laughs> that's not, that's well, not normal. Can you just humour me and whisper along with me, okay? Don't okay. do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You know, can't you, you, it's not weird. It is it not is, weird. It's pretty weird. What I'm doing is not weird. <laughs> it is. When you're like, hey, can you whisper to me? <laughs> Shut up. Okay. You're like, Jonathan, I'm like, it's weird. Okay, so, we'll see you tonight. No, goodbye, Jono. Hey. There you go. Uh, you have a lovely day. Have a good night. Oh, we're going to chuck you in the draw too oh, for, yeah. um, for 50k oh. and around the world with uh, you and two mates. Oh, that would be perfect. That was another fine Jono, Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the Jono, Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.